good morning, everyone. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. I'm super excited to be here this Saturday morning. Hopefully by now you figured out that I am on a new time, 10 to 11 on Saturday mornings. And if you want to check us out and find out what this ministry is all about, it is Sold Out Ministries. It's like your soul, S-O-U-L, Sold Out Ministries. Dot com, or you can make it easy and go to amymillslive.com. And the cool thing about that website there is that every single radio show we have done is podcast right there on that site. And so you can go pick up some shows and catch up with us. I have been talking about a subject for the past two Saturdays that a lot of times when you mention the title, people just want to run away and want to have absolutely nothing to do with this topic. And I get it because I have had some struggles throughout my own life with this topic. But I have found a unique way to present the topic of unforgiveness in our lives to where it actually creates a new perspective You know, I just trained a group of women last week, and this is one of the things that we talked about, is unforgiveness and the residual of that in our lives. And even one young lady who has been having to walk through forgiveness um, in a marriage situation while the situation is still going on. And that's a tough place to be. But as we began to talk about the points that I want to give you today she realized that if she can turn her head and start to look at this situation with new eyes, with new ears, with new considerations, this forgiveness journey for her may get a lot easier. Because right now, what she's willing to admit is that she is completely bound up. Her own life, her own life is bound up. I mean, there is Someone in her life is creating a tremendous amount of pain and sin, but she's the one who's bound up. And that's exactly what happens with unforgiveness in our lives. And so as you uh, get to know me and I get to know you, you're going to learn that one of the major, major key points of Sold Out Ministries is our passion is to journey alongside you as you break the chains that bind your abilities and belief systems so that you can be free and and live an amazing life, a life that is not encumbered by a bunch of trash. And I have I have resources out the kazoo today that I can share with you. Um, so we'll just get to as much of it as we can because I am going to try to wrap this up today so that next week we can start on a new subject. But again, if you want the first two segments of this, please go to Amy Mills Live. And pull those up. A couple of the key points that I made last week, if you missed it, I want to just repeat these sentences. I think they're really powerful and they're food for thought. And they are um, some perspective changes, perspective change statements. How about that? That that really helped me look at some unforgiveness situations in my life with different eyes. So that I could start to loosen the grip that I had on this situation, thinking I was controlling it, thinking I was seeking revenge, thinking that I I was doing any good at all in this situation. And indeed, I wasn't. I, I was just keeping, I was prolonging my freedom. And someone told me that if we are waiting for a payback, we have not forgiven and that, that hit me like a ton of bricks. That's not consciously what I felt like I was doing, but subconsciously, that's exactly what was happening. And I was trying to hold court uh, within my soul against this uh, perpetrator and expected but unfulfilled payment is holding us in bondage. We have to cancel the debt. Easier said than done. But I think what's really important about unforgiveness is for people to realize this is a journey. I mean, this is not a one and done. You just don't wake up one day because you heard a radio program about forgiveness. And then you say, okay, I'm going to forget what 
the travesty that has happened um, in my life or, or situation. That's not the way it works. It's a process. And I brought a resource with me this morning called Choosing Forgiveness. It was written by John and Paula Sanford. The Sanfords um, always joke and say they are just dinosaurs in the industry of inner healing. And these people have consulted with thousands upon thousands of people about forgiveness and topics that are related. And they have a very, very small book that I reference a lot because the points they make are um, timeless. They're timeless. This book was written for the first time, oh my gosh, probably, I don't know, back in the 70s. And then they've updated it many, many times. But my point is, is that these new perspectives of how we view forgiveness in our lives are timeless. And so I want to share some of those with you today. I also want to refer back to my notes from a class that I've been teaching for years and years in ministry that I feel like has brought a lot of freedom to people. And lastly, I want to bring some points that come straight out of a business uh book that is written by a woman who trains thousands of people every year to become successful, debt-free, wealthy, prosperous in their profession. Because what I find many times is that we have no idea how our interpersonal struggles leak out into our other, our other lives the other parts of our lives, which are our profession, our parenting, our social relationships. I've had people say, why do you want to talk to me about that? My unforgiveness issue or my inner healing issue has nothing to do with that. And indeed, it has everything to do with that because we are a body, a spirit, and a soul, mind, will, and emotions. We're not dissected. They're not different compartments. It's all one. We are one whole being. And that's one of my passions in life is that I have this huge, I I guess, I don't know, just a revelation so long ago when I was trying to get my own life healed from drug abuse and physical abuse and, um, oh my gosh, I I don't even know, any kind of abuse and bad behavior you can think of. It was involved in my life. And I had to become really honest with myself to say that my body and my spirit and my soul, all of that was affecting the other and it was it was seeping into how i dealt with it may not it may not it usually does it may not affect your performance that you think but it it does it affects the way you handle people it affects the way you respond to people how you respond to situations you know you've got triggers in there when there are unhealed issues and somebody can bring something up at work completely unrelated in that and, you, and you're triggered and you are responding out of a heart and a spirit and a soul that that you really may not that may not be your true self and it may be a trigger that you literally have come to hate because you don't know how to control it and so you I, I'm trying to dial back I'm dialing back the curtains on this stuff to say wow I never ever imagined that that could have attached to other parts of my life the way it has and so in this book by Danny Johnson who is it's a professional uh, success kind of a success book on business but she also weaves spirituality into it her thing is this as she does these seminars for people to help them grow their business grow their life she makes no bones about her faith journey and as a believer. And so I'm telling you at the end of her conference, you guys, they hold church. She has a service and tons and tons of people come to the Lord because I think I think it's this this dynamic she has at her workshops where they come to the realization that it's they're all one person. You know, these sometimes we're hyper focused on success. 
and we have our eyes in one direction only and we don't stop to realize that maybe the roadblock that we can't seem to get past has something to do that we think is unrelated, right, to building that company or managing that team or being the best whatever you're supposed to be out there in your profession. And I mean, wow, in our parenting, it's even escalated in our parenting because that's a place that sometimes is behind closed doors. We don't have peers watching us. We do get a little more laxed in our weaknesses when we are home. And so I really am praying you will stick this out with me and just just trust me. Just just listen. Just open your heart. Open your ears. And just say to yourself, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to this and see if I hear anything different than what I've been taught. And lastly, I will say this before we come back and just dive deep into this. Lastly, I want to say that in my own life, I know that I heard, saw, experienced information that applied to me and that I could have used for my healing and I could have used to grow and mature, but I flat out was not ready. And it was either out of immaturity, it was out of rebellion, it could have, it could have been for many reasons. It just wasn't God's timing. Sometimes that's it. You're just not in that place in life where it's time for that particular layer of the onion to get peeled off. But that could be today for you. Today could be the day that you're going to be able to hear some information that I'm going to talk about today about forgiveness, unforgiveness, some of these things we have buried in our lives. And maybe today's the day that you hear it in a new way, that you have ears to hear today, whereas you've had ears, but you haven't been hearing just like I was so long ago. We do this. We do this. Sometimes it's out of a protection mode, too. Maybe it's not rebellion or immaturity. It's just out of protection, right, for what we've got a way that we're doing it and we think we're protected. And why would we want to come out of that safe zone, even though, even though it's not working for us? All right. Get ready. Get your pens out. We are going to dive deep. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused on You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. We are just about to dive deep into forgiveness and try to have a new perspective on this subject. Thanks for joining me. If you are listening to our podcast, I'm thrilled that you have picked us up and you take us with you during the week. You can grab every single radio show we've ever done anywhere you can get a podcast. Just look for Amy Mills Live, and you'll be all caught up, and you will have some positive encouragement to take with you during the week if you Uh, need to switch stations like I do quite frequently when it just gets more than I can handle. All right, as a cute little refresher for you, um, I would like to remind you that we gave some points in the last show about what forgiveness does not mean because a lot of times when we want to know what something does mean, we need to know what it doesn't mean first or what it doesn't look like, you know, what it is versus what it is not. Sometimes we learn more about what it is not than we do from what it is. And so we talked about forgiveness, what it does not mean. It does not mean we must forget the offense happened. It does not mean the offender was not wrong. It does not mean the offender is not accountable. It's not that we are excusing it. It doesn't mean any of those things. Um, It doesn't mean that you need to deny your hurt or anger. And here in just a second, you're going to hear a statement given by John and uh, Paula Sanderford, who have 
worked with thousands of people about forgiveness, and they're talking about actually it's just the opposite. You know, I think I do think sometimes in in Christian circles that we know from sermons at church it says we're supposed to forgive. So so we want to do the right thing, and we have these directives that uh, we we need to forgive as we are forgiven. And as we try to walk that out, sometimes it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And the reason it does not work is because we're trying to shove the pain and the truth under the carpet. Forgiveness is not shoving things under the carpet. Forgiveness is being able to face that stuff down, acknowledge it for what it is, and then move through the steps and processes and journey of true forgiveness. Let me just finish out with my notes and then we'll jump into that book by the Sanfords. There's so much great information there. And I also do, for all you business professionals out there, I want to give you those final points that Danny Johnson makes in her book, Spirit Driven Success, because you'll be shocked at how she ends her book on business. Let's look at what forgiveness is. It is a choice with my will to allow Christ's work on the cross to heal my hurts, to remove my judgments, my bitterness, my resentment, my hatred. Forgiveness is surrendering my right to be paid back for the sins against me. It's letting God be the judge and jury. You know, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Do you know that the Bible talks over and over about how injustice to his followers grieves his heart and infuriates him both so it says you know what you you act on these things that i'm asking you to act on and i will take care of the rest and i know that sometimes with our own carnal eyes in this lifetime it looks like the perpetrator has gotten off scot-free It looks like they are never going to get a punishment. It looks like they are living their life to the fullest. And here we are over here suffering because of them. But the truth is, we don't know what's going on in that person. We don't know. And, you know, their judgment may not come until the end of their life. We don't know. But what is more important than that? More important than justice for the perpetrator, which in the end, a lot of times does nothing for my heart and your heart. We're back to ground zero. How many times have you heard people come out of court cases and they get the ruling they want and they look into that camera and they say, you know what? This is a great day, but, but does not solve my problem of pain and anger, and hatred, and bitterness, and loss, and the list goes on and on. And so my desire is to help you find a way to find your freedom. And you know what? It's a super stingy thing, and it's okay. Like, this is one of the things you can say that is 110% okay to do, and it's all about you. It is all about you. It is all about your freedom, and your wholeness, and your release, I talked a lot last week about the Greek word that I looked up for forgiveness in the Bible. Epheme, epheme. Let me try that for a third time. Epheme is the Greek word, and I'm probably still butchering it. But what was so interesting about that word is I believe it said it was 146 times. Let me look at my notes. 146 times in the New Testament. But the interesting point is that when translated properly, this word has so much greater of of a meaning and an impact than how we translate forgive in English. It says it doesn't even do it adequate. um, It's not even an adequate picture for the meaning of the Greek The meaning of the Greek means literally to cast away, to hurl away, to, I mean, it's as if a ball of fire were being tossed at you, how you would just hurl that thing away from your body. These are some of the descriptions when the word forgive is translated. 
Matthew 6, 12 talks about forgiveness. It says, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. This is the Lord's prayer. When the disciples said, how do we pray? This is part of how Jesus said, pray this way. This is the stuff that's important. And that's in it. I, I had to come to the place in my life with forgiveness many, many years ago that I had to realize that I was going to have to give up all hope for a better past. Giving up all hope for a better past is really, really sad sometimes. And that needs to be grieved and dealt with and processed. You may need extra resources for that. You may need a counselor. You may need godly godly mentorship. But once you have walked through the process of the realization of giving up all hope for a better past, can I tell you as a living, walking example that all of a sudden you start to get freedom like you have never known in your life? And you then... Then, at that point, it is when you really realize how much that thing has been affecting the rest of your life. Does that make sense? Once you're able to step back a few steps from it, wow, does our eyesight get get much more clear. We really do have to be mature as adults and admit that if if we're in the throes of something we, we don't normally see it as clearly as if we were a few steps outside of it. Mark 11 says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us. Scripture after scripture after scripture. And I got to tell you, forgiveness is really, really hard when resentments and judgments have already lodged in our heart. This is one reason that the Lord talks a lot about hardening of heart, a heart of stone. It is something we need to run from, that hardening of heart. If we can learn how to discard, um, I guess, offenses, if you find that you are easily offended, if, if this is the life that you're living, if you just constantly feel like people are just offending you, maybe you hold grudges, maybe you can't let go of stuff, you're all, listen, I'm not going to name their name, <laughs> but I have a relative that every time we talk to them, they're just like, I'm so mad. She, you know, so-and-so said this. Or, yeah, that just hacked me off when blah, blah. It's like every single conversation ends up with some point of that conversation that they got irritated or mad or offended or put out. If that is you, I want you to grab a really old book named the Bait of Satan. It was written by John Bevere. It's an old book, but it really cast incredible insight into the truth of offense and how that works in our lives just to be a virus. It's meant to shut us down. And that is definitely something that you want to see gotten rid of in your life. So The Bait of Satan by John Bevere is uh, the book and I would say grab that up as fast as you can if this is an issue for you all right fruit of forgiveness what's the fruit why do you even why is this even something you want to struggle so greatly with because we are forgiven and cleansed and healed the fruit is that we're freed from bondage and bitterness and the burden of debt Our hearts are reconciled to others and to God. Our hearts are reconciled. There's an amazing parable in the Bible, and it talks about, um, just in short version, the gist of it is that one guy 
gets all of his debt forgiven, and he walks out, and then he holds accountable another man who owes him money in a very harsh and cruel way, wanting this man to be punished. And it shows the dichotomy of, hold on a second, you just had a great amount of debt forgiven for you. Yet you walk out the door and hold accountable someone who can never pay you back. Oh my gosh, as we go into break, they can never pay you back. We are looking for a payback that even if it was given would not make up for the past. So think about that. We'll be right back. Hey there, guys. It's Amy. I just wanted to take a quick break and talk to you about some communication that we are going to start sending out to um, all the folks who not only follow this show, Amy Mills Live, but also the folks that follow Sold Out Ministries, which is the ministry that I founded back in 2009 out of my freedom experience. And so we've got this group of people that are loving to hear about um, freedom, and we want to do a better job at communicating with you all. So if you will shoot me an email, amy at soldoutministries.com, and just give me your name and give me your email, we will start sending out a weekly communication piece, whether it's a, a tips for the day or whether it's a scripture or whether it's something that the Lord's brought to my mind. We're going to try to do a better job of communicating with you and lifting you up during the week. So reach out to me at amy at soldoutministries.com. Give me your name and your email. Welcome back, you guys. It's Amy here, and you are listening to Amy Mills Live. Thanks for being with me. I am here every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., an hour. And I love it because uh, we used to just have 30 minutes, but now we have an hour, and we can just dig deep into some of these subjects and really uh, give the Lord some time to shed revelation. And that's one thing that I'm hoping we'll do. You've probably heard about unforgiveness and forgiveness all your life, especially if you're a believer. But you know what? This is for everybody. This is not just for believers. This is for everybody. It is a universal uh, truth. And, and, and there's a universal truth about us reaping what we sow, right? And so this, this has everything to do with this topic. And I just am so grateful that you're listening because you've probably heard it a thousand times. And I want to acknowledge this. And then we're going to go right back into it. I want to acknowledge that there are probably a lot of you out there today that uh, have had things happen to you that are, are totally and completely heinous. Um, it's the world we live in. And I've heard hundreds of stories uh, from women in, through my ministry, sold out ministries, like your soul, S-O-U-L-E-D, sold out ministries. And I'm telling you, it's gut-wrenching to hear some of the things that not only have people been through, but what they're living through right now, even as adults, right? And so I acknowledge that, and I am not taking that with a grain of salt. Even more powerfully, I am saying to you, if that is you, and you have a story that you feel like the answer to it is that it'll always hold you in bondage. I am speaking truth into your life right now. That's a lie. That is a lie from the pit of hell. It will not keep you in darkness and bondage. But you are going to have to be a co-participant in a process with a new perspective. Now, this is new to you today. This is great because you don't have bad, bad habits in place. But some of us that have been trying to forgive all of our lives, the problem with that is that the perspective has to change 
or nothing's going to change. You're going to have to have new eyes to look at this thing the way you've been from the way you've been looking at it for possibly 10, 20, 50 years. And that can be done. Do you know what else I know can be done? In the Bible, we are commanded to forgive. The God I serve would not command something of me in my faith walk if I was unable to do it. Amen? You can forgive. But it is a process for some of us, depending on what the situation is and was. And that's okay. The great news is, is that it is possible and that you do not have to be bound and locked into this forever. So listen, listen with listening ears and and, and eyes that can see so that maybe a new perspective falls on your heart today. Fruit of forgiveness is that we can walk in spiritual authority. We get our authority back. We get our confidence back. Have you lost your confidence because of this thing? You get your authority back. Your confidence, your voice. I know so many people that lose their voice from this. They cannot speak out. They cannot be who they think they're supposed to be. They are literally frozen in bondage from unforgiveness. This is not the life God meant for you. It's not the life that he created for you. And granted, God does not deliver us from every horrible thing in our life. Because number one, we live in a fallen world and the perfect world will not be here until Jesus comes back. But secondly, people have free will. We are not robots and God does not control us. And so that's one of the things that we're left with is free will. And when we have free will, there is a lot of sin that occurs. So I'm sorry. I am so sorry that possibly you've gotten caught up in this. But I am rejoicing in the fact that I know that I know that I know that you can come through this better than you are today. And unwillingness to forgive others causes us to forfeit God's forgiveness in our lives. An attitude of unforgiveness declares that we have not grasped the true meaning of the cross. So think about that. If you are a believer this morning listening to me or a podcaster, If we have a true grasp of what happened on that cross for us, we can enter into this. We are not putting a hand up in the face of people that want to talk to us about this. Because the cross was forgiveness. That's like, that's the, you know, that's the sign hanging over what happened there that day reconciliation and forgiveness. Amen? So let me tell you that forgiveness begins with a decision. It's just a decision. It's a a decision to say, I am going to enter in to the process of forgiveness. I am going to make a decision to release the party who has hurt me or disappointed me or tricked me or lied to me or ruined my life or ruined my financial uh, uh, future. As far as I can see it today, simply stated, it means we're going to now treat our offender as if they have not offended us. Guys, this is not this is not possible without the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, in our flesh, in our flesh, we can't do this. We've got to call upon the power of the Holy Spirit, which was left for us when Jesus died, And what Jesus said was, hey, it's actually better than I go because what I'm leaving with you is stronger, more powerful, more able, more capable than even what you have seen me do here on earth. So if it's that powerful and what Jesus said was true, then I need it. And I need it for the hardest things in my life. And one of them is forgiveness for many, many millions of people. So we're going to release them from personal judgment. We're not going to wish evil. We are not going to give place to malice towards them. We're not going to ask God to punish them. We're going to ask God to be judge and jury. You're, like, you're, you're taking them, a counselor once described it to me, like taking them off your hook. 
you know, because you've got them on a hook. And take them off your hook, put them on Jesus' hook, put them on the hook of God. God's got it. If you will read your Bible, you will find out that God is a big-time fan of justice. He hates iniquity. He hates injustice. Read your proverb. Read your Psalms. Amen. You will find out that you can trust this guy. All right, let's do this. Let's look at this business book real quick because um, I want you to see how she finishes it. It is pretty cool. So if you're a business professional out there this morning, I am going to read some points from a book called Spirit Driven Success. It is by a woman who trains business owners and and business professionals to thrive, to become debt free, to become prosperous, to become millionaires. And in the meantime, she helps them get their entire life lined up. Do you know there is... There's a gigantic need for each and every one of us to align our lives, to align our public with our profession, I'm sorry, our personal with our professional. There's a saying that says, so goes your life, so goes your business. And Danny Johnson is one of those who talks about that truth. So goes your life, so goes your business. So goes your brain, so goes your focus, that's your life. Whatever you focus on grows. So there are some of these principles that just can't be changed. They're fact. They're universal principles. And she does this fantastic book about applying your spiritual life and and spiritual matters to your business and how that works, what it looks like. But the power of this book Surprising to many, many, many business professionals is that she ends her book about forgiveness. And she, these are the last chapters of her book. And basically she says, forgiveness is the key to success. In your life, in your spirit, in your soul, in your profession, in your personal life, in your parenting. Guys, that's a pretty powerful statement. And then she goes on to talk about What does forgiveness look like? Many of the points that I've given, but I thought we would go through them real quick and you can see how they do match up with what I just gave you. And it's as confirmation, right? One of her points, she gives 10 points on forgiveness. Forgiveness cleanses. And I just said that it cleanses you. She said, today I see Christians everywhere with so much anger and bitterness that they are hurting others because they have been hurt and are not trusting people because they've been around distrustful people. She said, I've watched people do the same thing I once did, trying to hide the pain of the past. We've got to come out with it and be honest about our weaknesses. We spend our entire lives trying to show how strong we are. But in our own strength, there's no confession She's talking about the scripture, 1 John 1, 9 and 10. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. I I think back in my business development marketing days, and this is a huge part of my testimony when I'm doing seminars, is that I followed this path of a young woman who had this destruction in her life, but I was a master at making it look good on the outside. It was a disaster on the inside. And I thought I was hiding it from everybody. And I can look back and I can see how all of that woundedness and brokenness that I just kept shoving and shoving and shoving. Now, I was shoving it, but it was not not growing. Just let me just, you know, 911, 411, whatever you want to call it. Just because you're shoving it doesn't mean it's not growing. Just because you think you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not putting down roots. It is. And that's what was happening to me in my life until it all exploded. And I wound up in the ER three different times with alcohol poisoning. That's eruption. And God allowed that to happen so that he could bring to me the truth that I needed to walk through some unforgiveness of others but guys 
mostly of myself. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused on You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. As we wrap up this morning, thank you for staying with me and for you podcasters. Thank you for downloading us, Amy Mills Live, anywhere that you can get podcasts or you can jump on our website because that gives you a little bit more information about the ministry. You can also go to through uh, through amymillslive.com. You can click through to Sold Out Ministries and find out what we're all about. And I'm about to list all of our 2020 events Super excited about that. We've got some fantastic things coming up in the new year that you are going to be able to plug into and just get more life in your life. That is our purpose, is to pull out darkness and replace it with light so that you can get on and and, and do your thing, do what God made you to do. Okay, one of the second points out of this business book that actually wraps up with forgiveness, she uh, says, number two, forgiveness forgets. And the scripture she's using here is, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. She's talking about God remembering our sins no more and covers us with all all of our unrighteousness. And it even says he takes it as far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed our transgressions from us. This means we start with a clean slate with him. Do you know every morning, every morning his mercies are new? Oh, my gosh, I'm so glad for that because I can tell you there are nights where um, I just, I feel doomed from the day or doomed from the information I got that day or doomed from what I coulda, shoulda, woulda. And I get to wake up the next day forgiven, clean, righteous in his eyes, fresh start. Amen. Forgiveness is a commandment. We've talked about that a ton. She says forgiveness ensures your forgiveness. And that's just based on all the scripture that God gives us and says, um, even, even Matthew 18, 22, when Peter says, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother when he, he does something bad against me? Should I do it even up to seven times? Like Peter's going, holy cow, really? Should I even, is like seven times thinking that's a lot? And the Lord says, uh, Peter, not seven but 70 times 7. His point was, it's endless. It, 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 we should just let it slide off our back like a duck in water. That's where we need to get to in our walk. That's kind of like our hashtag forgiveness goals is where you can walk through your day being exposed to offense over and over and over and over and over. And being healed up enough to let most of that just pass over you. I know we're human and things do get under our skin. That's going to happen no matter what. But I promise you, there's a lot of you listening today that need to cut it in half or cut it out 75%. I mean, some of you, it's such a chronic problem. You need 90% of it to go. And that I mean that you need to heal what's underneath your heart so that you're not offended at every breath of every person. And I say that in love because that's bondage. That's trash in your life. Your life is not going well because that is a pattern in your life. And you may not realize it, but a lot of doors in your life have closed because of that one pattern in your life. In love, I say that. In love. So let's take a look in the mirror and be really honest about this unforgiveness stuff. She talks about forgiveness and leadership as one of her points, which is kind of cool. She's talking about, she says, Moses could have been resentful and unforgiving, bitter and reactive toward the people. Because when he was delayed in the mountain with God, they quickly became crazed idiots again, right? 
And he could have said, you're going to die. God's going to get you and God, go get them. I'm done with them. But instead, he was willing to lay down his life for them, y'all. But mind you, we hold on to absolute bitterness towards people. And yet Moses had every right in the world to hold on to bitterness. Stiff necked, bratty people he was, he was leading. He forgave. Do you know that our prayers and our offerings and our connection to God can be completely hindered because of unforgiveness? Are you feeling separated? Are you feeling like God is so stinking far away and you just don't understand why? Like you are baffled? Do you know that unconfessed forgiveness in your heart for yourself or for others can be holding you um, at a distance from the spirit of the Lord? You know, the Bible says, leave your offering at the altar and make peace with your brother. He says, if you go to the altar of God and you have anything against your brother, lay down your stuff, go take care of it, and then come back. I've talked so much about it, but one of her points is forgiveness is tied to our healing. I mean, that, that, that could be stated. Forgiveness is our healing. I mean, it is our healing. Forgiveness produces love in us. Do you know that you are better able to give love when you've got unforgiveness out of your life? We could spend literally two months on this subject because it is so influential. The thread weaves so deep into our lives. And that is what the enemy wants. He may not instigate it, but he sure will grab a hold of it once you have entertained it. I just worked with a group of women, and we were talking about our thoughts and our thought life and the science of the brain and how that all works. And it's all about what you entertain. Like, what are you willing to entertain? And once you give attention to a thought, and I think it's 24 hours, you have about 24 hours in the process of the brain before it becomes implanted into you. And at that point, you have a choice to either renew your mind or you have a choice to entertain it and let it swirl and go and go and go and go. What are you willing to entertain as you come against offenses? And lastly, she says, forgiveness is tied to receiving of the Holy Spirit. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Forgiveness is tied to receiving a deeper measure of the Holy Spirit. Wow. So that means that unforgiveness puts it at a bit of a distance. Forgiveness shows up from Genesis to Revelation. It is one of the consistent threads throughout the Bible, yet it is talked about so little. Why is that? Is it because... We're afraid to ask people to forgive that have had horrible things done to them. Those are the very people that need it the most. Those of you that are listening that have had things crippling in your life, crippling. This is your magic potion, what we've been talking about. This is the medicine. This is medicine. And it's a process, and you've got to give yourself grace through the process. We are not going to get to all the multiple bullet points that I made from the Sanford's book. But they do talk about the fact that it's a process. And actually, it's a skill for living. If you remember last week, we talked about that. It's like any other skill. It's like learning the skill of water skiing or, you know, the skill of painting you have to practice it, and the more you practice it, the better you get at it, the more you learn about it. But they said, on the contrary, you don't need those skills to live. But the skill of forgiveness is like eating and drinking and breathing. You need it that, that desperately. 
to keep you whole and healthy and alive. Amen? Alive. Let me get to this before we close today. Making the choice to forgive. In anger, we have a choice. We can communicate with those who offended us and forgive them, or we can hold on to the sin and walk in unforgiveness, which turns into resentment, which turns into bitterness, which honestly makes you and I a really unappealing human being to be around. That's just a fact. The Sanfords say we can choose to keep our hearts open, making ourselves available, or we can shut them down. Here they're talking about that hardened heart that I mentioned earlier. Here are some warning signs. If you are unusually guarded, self-centeredness, emotional and social isolation, insensitivity to others and to the Holy Spirit, lack of understanding and insight that is chronic, a slumbering spirit or, or, or kind of like a, a, just an unawakened uh, un, uh, consciousness, if that makes sense to you. A slumbering spirit is a thing. Critical condemning perspectives of others' lives. Chronic alienation, anger, rage. A life of unforgiveness is a life of bitterness and torment against you. And many times, guys, the very thing we're holding on to is not going to fix the problem anyway. And I'm speaking to you um, these past three Saturdays from a very current place in my life that I have been really struggling through a forgiveness situation and pain. And um, I guess the, 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 the frustration is that you can't get into true forgiveness until you really deal with the pain appropriately of what has happened. And so I kind of have been vacillating in between that pain stage, but that perspective of forgiveness. And so that's some really good, good advice that I can give you today is that you will vacillate between the two and that's okay. But the more, more proactive you are about it and the more committed you are to allow Christ to see you through, the more potential you have of getting completely free. And when you get on the other side of this thing, when it flips upside down and you are on this positive life-giving side of forgiveness, you will never be the same human being. You you will not react to people the same way. You will handle difficult situations that not the same way. You'll be a better human being for it. So can I encourage you in that 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 this is something that is super personal to me right now? And I am telling you, you can do it. God is with you. Ask for the Holy Spirit's power so that you don't fail over and over. And I am expecting some really exciting testimonies about forgiveness. God bless you guys. I got to go. This has been Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show.